0: Welcome to From the Deep. I am Mike the Finder, and with me, as always, is Mimsy Park. Hello. Um, housekeeping first. Housekeeping first. If you are just listening to this, I would like to reiterate and remind everyone here that there is a video version of this podcast on YouTube on my channel, Mike the Finder, on YouTube, and if you're watching this on YouTube, I would like to remind you that we do an audio version only of this podcast as well on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the places that you find podcasts. We would know, we, we
1: would know if the uh, website would give me more analytics on where all the plays are coming from, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah, the, um, the analytics side of podcasting is awful. It's so I, underwhelmingly small as far I as the information they give you. I wonder if that's just the one we're using though. That's yeah, that's possible. I'm not sure. Um, when we podcasted before, the other guy was taking care of all that for us. Yeah. So yes. we just have zero experience Again, with all of this. If he's
1: listening, it. we're sorry. Mm-hmm. We get for sure.
0: it now. um I'm I'm thinking about maybe asking him on come to come on one of these episodes here pretty soon. I think that could be kind that of a be fun. fun, interesting uh, episode to do. Anyway, that would be fun. Um, so before we get started here today, uh, we got a comment on a podcast this morning, and I thought it would be sort of a good thing to, to, to sort of go through it. Um, I don't want to take up too <laughs> Acknowledge much. Acknowledge yeah. I don't want to take up too much time with this, um, mostly because, frankly, they were being kind of mean. Um, but <laughs> but that's it's to be the, expected. I mean, it's, it's the yeah, internet. It's, right, it's, so. it's
1: the most public platform on the planet.
0: Uh, I will not be putting up their name or anything like that, but I will just read this here. You interrupt each other so much, you you just wait for each other to finish talking so you can start talking instead. I'm taking my words back. It's Mike who interrupts all the time. It's annoying how you can't stay silent for one minute. So Vindication! I just, I, I do want to acknowledge that I am fully aware that this is an issue. Um, I edit these things, so... I have to watch and listen to them twice after we record them. And specifically the episode that he commented on, I do remember that was, that was the episode where I really noticed it, where I do interrupt quite a bit. Which episode was that? Uh, it was the analyzing ghost world episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was also, I was very excited. We were talking about that movie. That was part of it. That's one of my favorite movies. Um, the other part of it is that's just sort of, Brett and I, have we've never touched on this before. Uh, Brett and I have known each other since we were about 14 years old. Yep. Um, and we have sort of this, this relationship where we, where we give each other a lot of crap back and forth and we tend to talk over each other and that's just sort of the nature of our relationship, right? So. Well, and I, 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 also feel like it's just kind of
1: the nature of of a back and forth conversation with just two people. That's where the other part just, of it, where 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 you're trying to make sure there isn't silence in there, and so it's it, what one way to do that is. Yeah, you might over you might talk over one another, or the alternative is to basically just have like empty silent dead space in there. Which, I mean, again, it's just kind of the nature of how it goes. It was the same way whenever we were, do, uh, we were doing the, uh, the podcast that we used to do where, you know, you'd have three people commenting on something. It's just kind of – have you ever gone to a house party and 20 people are giving each other their own time
0: to speak? No, because that's
1: just not how it works.
0: Well, a two-person podcast specifically is – that's what it is. And yeah. And again, I think it's because we've known each other for so long that if you are, if you're coming into this and and you don't know anything about us or our previous relationship and how long we've known each other and whatever else, um, I could see how it's like, God, these two talk over each other constantly. Right. Right. With that being said, this is something I've been trying to work on the last couple episodes. Um, I, I, in general, talk over people. It's just sort of Mm -hmm. what I do. And it is something that I'm trying to work on with that being said, there was a much nicer way for you to go about having brought that up. Um, but just be aware it is something we've, I specifically have been working on. So just know it's something I'm working on. And, um, but at the same time, it is the nature of a two person podcast. I just have this image in my head of you just at a speech therapist. I know. Right. (laughs) but I have brought up to you multiple times that I have thought we need a third mic for a while. I think that's something, I think that's something we need eventually. Yeah. Three, two people is just conversation. Three people is like a podcast. You know what I mean? So, so that is something we've been thinking about for a while and that would help curb the, um, incessant talking over each other. Right. And, um, so anyway, I just thought we'd touch on that a little bit. I don't want to spend too much time on this. That's, That's
1: fine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, it's it's going to happen today. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's going to happen today. <sighs> yeah.
0: So that leads us into today's episode. Usually we go into um, kind of you know talking about what we've been doing and what we've been watching. And all of that kind of stuff. I don't think we're going to do that today. So it no. might, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say might be a little bit shorter of an episode than it usually is, especially no, from I last ca- week.
1: I could give you a synopsis of this from memory.
0: <laughs> well, last week we had an hour 25 episode. And, you know, okay. I, I don't think well, we're going to go an hour and a half with just this one movie. I'm going to de- make sure we do It don't. depends
1: on how angry you make me.
0: this is all this one's up to you buddy (laughs) so today's movie that we are going to be talking about is going to be star wars a new hope uh i i think it bears mentioning that um it was brett's turn to pick the movie this week
1: and nothing made me happier than using this podcast as a manipulation tool
0: (laughs) So let's
1: go... Because
0: because, <laughs>
1: because Mike has never seen this movie in its entirety.
0: You've never gotten, what, more than, what, like 20 minutes into it? I have tried to watch A New Hope probably 37 times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always get about to the point where they reach Mos Eisley. Is that the name of it? The the The...
1: Your pronunciation is that, terrible, no, but oh my yeah. god!
0: See, this is how this whole episode's <laughs> going to be. Um, I always get to about that point, and I'm just like, I've spent 45 minutes waiting for something to happen, and nothing has happened yet. I here's the, here's the biggest true. thing. I, we'll get into we'll get into all that later. I, I I think it's worth going into you your background with Star Wars a little bit before we go into this, and then my background with Star Wars. Gladly, hang on, hang on. This was a mistake. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this was a mistake. mistake. No, no, it'd oh, be a no. mistake. It'd be a
1: mistake if you had a choice in what movie we were watching. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just a bad situation for you. No, no. no so okay. I, I have been watching Star Wars since I was probably eight years old. I had there 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 was a there was a kid living on my street. His name was Jed, and he always liked to go around telling everybody he was named after Return of the Jedi. Basically, I figured out what Return of the Jedi was. I watched Return of the Jedi. Now, I, I don't remember First. everything, obviously. Yeah, because I, it, I I I didn't know. I didn't know there was Star Wars episodes 4, 5, 6. I knew there was Return of the Jedi. And so I went to watch Return of the Jedi, figure out very quickly that I'm missing something. And then that's when I figured out there was a trilogy. And I remember for the longest time, I mean for years, going, why can't I find episodes one through three? (laughs) It's because it wouldn't come out until 1999 or the year 2000. I I think it was 1999 when it came out. But either way, ever since I watched it as a kid, I have loved Star Wars. I watch it all the time. It's playing in the background. I own it on
0: four formats. Wait, you have it playing in the background right now? No, no, no,
1: no. I mean, oh, like, it'll be okay. playing in the background, like, if I'm doing stuff. Gotcha. But I, um, I own it on four formats. It would be three if they would put the original non-special effects editions out, but they won't, or on, on something other than VHS, but they won't, so I own them on VHS and generally watch them on VHS. So, it's broken in my spirit that... You've never watched it until January 31st, 2021.
0: So that leads me, I guess, around to my um, history with Star Wars here a little bit.
1: It shouldn't take
0: long. No. Well, (laughs) there's a little story here. There is. Um, For anybody that's been watching or listening to the podcast for a little while, you guys know that I grew up watching horror. That was my thing. That was the thing I obsessed over. Um, It was not sci-fi. I... Never got the appeal to sci-fi, to be honest. Um, even stuff like Alien and and stuff like that. I like it, but it's not like, that's not my jam. So mm-hmm. um, I was actually given the Star Wars VHS box tape um, for Christmas one year as a kid. I was probably 10 or something. Um, and my mom gave me the box set. And that is the first time I tried to watch it. And and I know, I know what it was. I know what it was. My mom was like, this kid is a dork. <laughs> and he doesn't know what Star Wars is. I'm going to try to introduce him to Star Wars.
1: Maybe it was her trying to counterbalance you watching Freddy Krueger at the age of six. <laughs>
0: well, that's the thing, though, is like, I I really think she was trying to get me to obsess over something other than horror. And... And I tried to watch it, and even though I was super down to watch old movies and stuff like that, I remember, I vividly remember being sick uh, home from school one day. And I was like, I'm going to try to watch this. And I put it on, and I fell asleep 25 to 30 minutes in. And this is something that has been repeated almost every single time I try to watch it ever since then. I fall asleep.
1: Did you fall asleep this time?
0: I did not. Toward the end, I was getting very tired, but that's for that's because I got very little sleep last night and for totally okay. other reasons. so fair enough. um I, I made enough. it a point to not do that this time. Uh, it is not it is not the first time I've gotten all the way through it. I did, as a kid, get all the way through it. I didn't remember most of it. Um, I know that I've never gotten through the third one. I think I've gotten through the second one. I think
1: maybe your brain um, was just like, this is too awesome. I have to save this for later.
0: Well, that's the thing is my brain was never like, I don't know. It's just not something I ever obsessed over. And right. And so I, I kind of feel like I just missed the boat as far as being a kid obsessing about star Wars, the same way everybody else did apparently. And it's made me feel more and more, like an outsider, as far as the nerd thing goes, when people obsess about Star Wars, and I just don't get it. I just Did, don't get it.
1: Were you a Trekkie? No, nope. no, no, nope. no. Say, because like Britney's like not a huge fan of Star Wars. Although I will say, uh, I was watching Family Guy, and the the uh, the the wedding scene was playing as like a reference. Mm-hmm. And she knew immediately, and I went, yeah, that seems about right. But it's, but even she's like, didn't love Star Wars. She was more into like Star Trek. It's just, it's surprising because like in the nerd realm, you can usually find someone who is like either or,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you fall, you 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 fall into this like nerd purgatory or <laughs> nerdatory, <laughs> that where where it's
0: just like yeah. Eh. Eh. I just never cared. I was really into horror and animation and like X-Men and stuff like that. I was really into X-Men. Didn't you like He-Man? I was into He-Man, yeah. yeah. It's sci-fi. It's sci-fi fantasy. I, I think it's more fantasy. And see, that leads me back to, I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. Like, I am so much more medieval fantasy than I am sci-fi space thing. Um, that I just never really cared about the sci-fi thing, like floating around in empty blackness never got me. Like that's, that's never been the thing that appeals to me. Yeah, but that's like
1: such a small part of it. There's all these other things going on other than the, oh good, we're going through hyperspace. That's like two and a half minutes of this movie.
0: Yeah, it sure is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but here, let me, let me, let me also say this. Um, recently I've been playing a ton of elite dangerous. So I think having watched it now, after I've been kind of obsessing about elite dangerous, I think that has helped. And for those of you that don't know what elite dangerous is, it's a video game. It's a, it's basically space truckers. So it's like a, it's like a hardcore simulator for spaceships I'm going to have to
1: go back and try that. It's, pl-
0: it's a lot of fun. And they're supposed to be putting out like a big update where you can go like down onto planets and do the first person shooter thing. Down That's on what planets. I'm forward to. That's why I have gotten re into it because the idea of being able to take off from some thing in the middle of nowhere, like some starship or whatever in the middle of nowhere, take off, go three galaxies over land on some random planet go down there, fight aliens off, go accomplish the thing I'm there to do, get back on the spaceship, take off and go back to the starship or whatever. You, that is amazing to me. You just
1: described Star Wars.
0: Um, so <laughs> that's, that brings me back around to Star Wars. I think watching it this time, because I have a little bit more reference and because I've been obsessing about elite dangerous, I think it got to me a little bit more this time. Mm-hmm. Um, also I'm, was sort of strong-armed into watching it by you? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to like
1: move around that. When you, said, when you said it's your turn, my thought went to I can make him watch it.
0: That's exactly what you did, too. Um- <laughs> and, and I didn't even have to be in the same room as you
1: to make it happen. I was able to remotely strong-arm you. Well, it's that supposed to make someone feel good, but it doesn't feel dirty like that, it should.
0: That goes back to the relationship that we've had since yes. we were 14 years old. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was, kind of, I was kind of tricked into watching it this time a little bit. And um, well, let's just get into it now that we've gone into sort of our history a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to give us a synopsis of what this movie is about?
1: In a galaxy long, oh. long ago. And far from- <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, no. So we basically have uh, Luke Skywalker, a uh, space dirt farmer. And he lives uh, on... I mean, pretty much everybody knows the synopsis right. of this movie. Yeah, that... He's, yeah. Yeah. We should
0: make it. We should make it quick. Yeah.
1: So I'm not going. I'm not going to sit and go through the details. But you basically have Luke Skywalker. He's on Tatooine, and uh, well, I-, I guess you have R2D2 and C3PO, and the whole thing starts out with them already being in a battle, obviously, and they crash land on Tatooine, run into Luke whenever he's buying uh dro- droids from the Jawas uh blah 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 they've got Princess Leia's message he runs into Obi-Wan Kenobi do I really need to go through the synopsis
0: of the original Star Wars all right fair enough but that brings me around to good Lord does this movie have a slow start like okay, I mean okay, again doesn't hang have on. a
1: slow start it starts <laughs> with a space battle with a space battle. that's how the movie starts Start. This is why. This is why I was yelling at Brittany, vicariously <laughs> at you through Brittany, because I'm getting text messages going. It's 20 minutes into. There's nothing happened. There's dead people already. People have already been murdered within the first five minutes of this movie. And you're going. Nothing's happened. Like. Continue. My,
0: uh, well, it's a very slow start, and. Hmm. This movie is arguably more about the boring robots than Luke Star, uh, Skywalker because they're the first ones we see. We follow them throughout the entire movie. And I, d- I will say it is kind of a cool thing that we follow them up until they meet Luke and then it's, and then Luke kind of takes over as the protagonist. Right. right. Um, but the first, as far as the first scene goes where they are, you know, do you wanna do you wanna read some of the text messages that I was that I was sending to you within the first I, half of an hour? You or know, 40 minutes of, or so? Out
1: of respect for you, I really wasn't going to, but you've initiated it. So yes, I would truly love to.
0: <laughs> so hang on, before you do this, hang on, hang on. Just remember, I have zero nostalgia for this movie, Mm -hmm. and I'm watching this as an adult, really, for the first time, Mm -hmm. and I am not caught up in the, oh, my God, it's Star Wars thing. Mm -hmm. So, quote,
1: I'm 20 minutes into this movie, and nothing has happened. Sorry, all capitals. Nothing has happened. Exclamation 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 mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. My reply. It's called character development, you peasant. Your reply, all capitals again. LOL, yeah. Okay, by the way, that's how you do sarcasm, all capitals followed by four periods. <laughs> character development for two boring hour for two boring droids. You they're they're so critical to the plot of this movie <laughs> and you called them boring. They're so critical of it to like the first, uh, the first act at least of this movie. No reply from me. Just an uninitiated, and it's two hours. <laughs> and why wouldn't
0: C three PO recognize Leia? He saw her on the ship. That's a that's a valid argument. That is a valid argument. He okay. walks up on Leia, putting this the plans into R2-D2, and then later it's like, I've never seen her before. Where did okay. that come from? Nobody said there weren't any plot holes. Oh, that's nobody's
1: Nobody said... You said you liked Lord of the Rings, right?
0: Okay, you're going to bring up the eagles. I understand. I'm
1: going to bring up the eagles. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> nobody's saying you're not allowed a few plot holes here and there. Nobody's saying George Lucas
0: is a great writer. Nobody's saying that. Well, I... Let me just stick up for Lord of the Rings for just one second. The eagle thing is not a plot hole until the final three and a half minutes of those movies. Yes, the book is no, a no, different no, no, story. No. You don't
1: find but, out it's a plot hole until right. the last three and a half minutes. Right. Which means for the entire time it's been a plot hole. You just uh, it's a Schrodinger pr- plot hole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> until the last three and a half minutes, it's <laughs> a Schrodinger thing. It's like it could be, but it could not be.
0: But am I wrong? Am I wrong about C three PO recognizing her? You're no. I want you to be. I want. But I'm not right. But I'm not right. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: okay. It's 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 definitely it's definitely a plot hole. My my first thought. I, I gotta say when you first sent that to me. I was so ready to pwn you with my Star Wars knowledge because (laughs) I thought you were saying, how does he not remember in relation to the prequels? But I don't know if you know this, but his memory does get erased.
0: Okay, so I I do have a small prequel story real quick. Um, I was dragged to all three of those by my stepbrother and stepdad when those came out. Uh, So I have unfortunately seen all three prequels. Okay,
1: The first one doesn't exist. The second one I can actually get through. It's actually kind of fun. Uh, The third one actually is not terrible, um, but the first one is just simply unbearable. (laughs) The Phantom Menace is simply unbearable. I don't. Oh, this this is a fun story about that when they came out with it in three D, which they didn't do for the rest of them because it bombed so bad,
0: so badly. Yeah.
1: um, I within ten minutes was going okay. I'll make it to the pod races. I'll get to the pod races. Surely pod races in 3D has to be mind-blowingly awesome. And I left two minutes into the pod race. I left the theater wow. two minutes into the pod race.
0: I remember you were kind of excited about that too.
1: I was. I was excited. I was like, okay. You, and be Honestly, The Phantom Menace is so bad because of the kid that plays Anakin, who's also terrible in Jingle all the way, by the way. Just it, the, the kid. The kid's just awful. He is.
0: Uh, what? What's your face? What's the face? I would just like to remind you that you're critiquing an eight year old's acting ability.
1: I know that. <laughs> I know that. But it's it's it, it, it's bad in the context of him being eight years old. It's not bad. Like I'm comparing him to Anthony Hopkins. It's bad in the context. Macaulay Culkin wasn't great, but he wasn't awful.
0: Dakota Fanning is fantastic. You brought that up when we were talking about Jingle All the Way where you said, you know, Macaulay Culkin was eight years old when he was in Home Alone or whatever it was. And I was like, that's a that's a fairly strong argument. He's, I, just,
1: he's just a bad actor. Now, I, w- w- would I sit there if I if I could look at his eight year old face and go, "You're just terrible," and I hate everything you did to this franchise? No, of course he wouldn't do something like that. He didn't do.
0: Okay, we're getting off on a whole fair thing enough, that's not enough. about. You're the right. Thing no, we're talking you're right. About. You're right. Hang on, hang on. Before you continue, is there any way you can get a pop filter in front of your microphone? Mm, yes,
1: and it's good enough, right?
0: That yeah, good. That'll, that'll work. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We had to get a pop Hang filter on. in front of his microphone before we could continue. So, okay. Continue to be angry about my text messages. Oh, I'm going to be so angry about so much more than that.
1: <laughs> um, bro, I'm 35 minutes in and all capitals, nothing has happened, which is the exact same text that you sent me at 20 minutes in, by the way. I said, that's not true, dot, dot, dot. Like, at this point, I'm just telling you, nope, you're wrong. That's not true, because I know where you're at in the movie. And I know you're wrong, and I hate you, because you're wrong. Anyway, he's met Obi-Wan Kenobi. Truly riveting. It's a major turning point in the movie! I forgot about that part. He met Obi-Wan. It's not boring. I'm sorry they're not at a dance recital or meeting in the middle of a battlefield.
0: Sometimes people just meet together. Well, okay. So admittedly, a lot of these text messages are, are again, this goes back around to our relationship because yes. I like to give you crap about how much you like Star Wars And it has nothing to do with Star Wars. And everything to do with. Sorry, sorry. And it has nothing to do with Star Wars. It has everything to do with me enjoying giving you a hard time about Star Wars specifically. And so I knew that. (laughs) Not only did I know this would come up on the podcast, because if I did that, you would get all bent out of shape about it. Um, But I also knew that you were sitting over there stewing over. (laughs) You, got, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, 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 I could
1: almost let that go. I could almost, almost let that go. If this wasn't all followed by your lucky Peter Cushing is in this mess. He
0: saves this movie for me, okay? Alec
1: Giddies <laughs> is a... Prince, he's a treasure. You said he should be Obi-Wan. I want you to really think of Grand Moff Tarkin and I'm going to reply and refer to them as their characters. You Grand Moff Tarkin as Obi-Wan.
0: Okay, first of all, I don't know who that is. Is that Peter Cushing's character? Is that god, who that is? God. Oh god. <laughs> is that I'm assuming from context clues. Okay. Um oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is played
1: by Sir Alec Guinness. Grand Moff Tarkin is played by Peter Boring. Cushing.
0: I'm, t- I'm kidding. I'm He's kidding. an old man. I know. He's an I'm old kidding. man. What do but you? So what is they... Peter Cushing. And and by the way, Peter Cushing is a treasure as well. I know you're all mm-hmm. up uh, Sir Alec Guinness's bum about being a treasure. Whatever. It, no. Peter no, no, Cushing. Mm, mm. Go ahead.
1: In reference to him not be. <laughs> In reference to him not be being Obi Wan Kenobi, it's just mind-numbingly anger-inducing. Just, just to imagine
0: Peter Cushing's angular cheeks in a robe for the dead. No, no. I mean, obviously, he's a much better bad guy because he has the angular face and like the hair he, and, and, he, and everything. Obviously, well, but.
1: yeah, he 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 does make a good Grand muff.
0: Um, want the title. Do you want to read the text right after that?
1: Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Finally, something other than plot. And I responded to, was that when his parents died? It was. Because I called that. Because you did. without response, I said, oh, good, his parents die, and now you're interested. Because I know how sick and twisted your little mind is. And I knew that you wouldn't be interested
0: in there until there were charred, burning That's, bodies. That has, has nothing w- to do with it. <laughs> it doesn't? No. It genuinely has nothing to do with it. It's the first interesting thing that happens in this movie. I don't need all the setup. I don't get interested in this movie again. I will say, uh, I will say, two hours is too long. Two hours for just about any movie for me it's a space is, opera. is too long. I understand, but two hours is a long time. And so, I was watching it for forty-five minutes before anything interesting to me happens. Which, again, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a love for the lore and the setup and the Tuscan Raiders and 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 no one loves the Tuscan Raiders and the droids and whatever else. Like to me, the droids go down to okay. I'll give you the first the first scene is definitely interesting and and I again, but most of that is me poking you to get a reaction. Right. 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 The first scene is definitely interesting because it is. Darth Vader finding Princess Leia and like the whole thing. Like he, you know.
1: Uh, I mean it it grabbed me, it grabbed me in and still does grab well, I mean it grabs me in now just because I've invested oh god, so many years into this franchise at this point. But it 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 I remember it pulling me in because you already have this sense of there is a bigger broader plan and world out there going on. Like you already have that sense going into the movie. Like there's already something major going on and you get that because the very opening scene is this contrast of the good guys and the bad guys from the very outset of the movie.
0: I agree, but it's preceded by the most boring plot rollout ever. And it's, it's, it's lazy. I'm sorry, Brett. It's lazy writing to be I like, know, to be I like, I have to put, she's- I have to put a paragraph of, of sentences together in order to explain what's going on before I can show you what's going on. That's lazy writing but now it's the Star Wars opening. It was lazy writing.
1: It was lazy writing when he was sitting in his bedroom. The second it became a movie, it
0: was a thing, but no, it's still lazy writing. Like uh, the beginning of, I'm not arguing specifically, (laughs) specifically the stupid paragraph that shows up at the beginning. And I understand it became, it became a whole thing. And like, that's, that's the, how you start a Star Wars movie. But he could have done that in so many more interesting ways where I didn't need to read. Uh, And again, it's not about reading. It's, it's about good writing. Good writing is not plot dump 12 seconds into this movie. And, and again, I think my biggest issue overall with this whole series is it's space politics. That's 95% of what this movie is based around is politics in space and that's why I don't love this franchise.
1: I would, well, no, see, and I would say that the politics is more of a backdrop. It's really more about the Jedi, and it's more about actually, the, the I mean, until... Uh, do I need to do spoiler alerts? Do I need a spoiler no. alert for the original? Okay. I don't think so. When da- I mean, the, basically, until Darth Vader dies, it's really more about Luke finding his place in the universe and finding his place as a Jedi. Right. I feel like the I feel like the politics. Honestly, if I were to say anything, I, would f- I feel like the politics is more of a structure for the plot in the prequels than it is in 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 the originals.
0: I think you're right, and I think that may be why in my head I'm so because, like I said, I have seen the first three Star Wars. In my head, no, this you, movie you, so you've is seen just the second three Star Wars. Oh my god! In my head, <laughs> this whole series is just old men talking space politics. Like, <sighs> but there's lightsaber battles and there's spacecrafts and there's there's there, there's there's
1: fight scenes. There's nope, not fight scenes battles on other planets and there's like whole races and there's all this other stuff going on. And that's, I think really the big appeal of it is there is all this, there, there is a great amount of minutia moving around. If you're really paying attention to more than just the space politics. Well,
0: and I'll give you this. I definitely saw that this time. Uh, like I said earlier, I feel like this, this got me more than it mm-hmm. has at previous attempts at watching it with that being said, um, this movie doesn't really pick up until they get to Mos Eisley. Is that, is that the name of it? And, and like they go into space. Like that, that
1: that's the name of one of many places where a lot of stuff is going on before they get to Mos Eisley. Go for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This was a mistake. I
1: just, <laughs> no, it wasn't a mistake, but it just it
0: blows my mind that, that "Most Eisley is the turning point. One hundred percent. That's where you start to get to see aliens and spaceships and all of the stuff I want to see in this movie. Doesn't show up Mo- for forty five minutes.
1: They go to Most Isley to have a conversation. You understand this? I, you understand, I understand. the entire point. And yeah. before that, but pe- the bar a bunch scene people- is the
0: best. Is the best scene in this movie. Like, as far as drawing you in, like, f- again, for me, who has no nostalgia, when you get to the bar scene, that's where you start to see all the cool space stuff that I want to see. Again, the first scene needs to be there to set everything up. It's interesting. It's in space. There are battles. There, um, there it, are laser beams it, and everything else or whatever. So most And, eyes then, are more, and then we watch the droids wander in the desert. They get picked up by what are they? Sand people or Jawas? Jawas, um, which is slightly interesting. But then, and then, and and then we find Luke in this boring place, and he's stuck there. And I get it. I get it. All this has to happen in order for him to have a place that he has come from. In order, I, I get it. The if it the makes you feel better, nobody. Has to be
1: there. Nobody likes whiny Luke. If that makes you feel any better, like, well, like, I get every, it because.
0: Every time, every
1: time he's like, "But I was gonna go into my size late get it with my friends." I just it makes me cringe a little. I just have to remind myself, okay, he's gonna be awesome. He's gonna be awesome. Just the get delivery it. of it is awesome. really terrible too. Yeah, which is really funny considering how awesome Mark Hamill is now.
0: But but anyway, my my point is the whole thing on his home planet is so long and drawn out. You could easily cut 10 minutes from it and I wouldn't feel like I missed anything. Like do
1: you not feel do, do you not feel like they did a good job as far as like editing goes of the pacing as far as like you are going back and forth between the Death Star and Tatooine.
0: That the Death Star stuff I like. Again, I feel like every time we flip over to them being on whatever planet this is on, Tatooine it brings it down. I feel like the pacing is just a little slow. That's mm-hmm. that's all. At, but but again, when they find Chewbacca and what's his name?
1: Han Solo. Han Solo.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, oh come on! You're breaking my heart over here. <laughs> Once they find them and they get aboard the Millennium Falcon, that much I know. Um, oh, thank God. <laughs> you only know that because of Star Wars land. Pe- people are going to hate me so much. I, look, I just. Hey, but, but I'm their voice. Uh, I, uh, that's the, that might be the worst part of this. I, <laughs> um, I just don't. I'm not interested until they get to the bar. I'm just not. Mm. And then it really picks up. And dude, I'll, I'll, go ahead. Who, who shot first? I have no idea what that means.
1: Oh my god! So there's a, okay. So there's this. There, there's this whole thing in the star in the uh, Star Wars uh, fan. Uh, cl- I almost said fan oh, club. You know
0: what? I do have this reference because of MC Chris. That's why I have this reference because when I listened to MC Chris 12 years ago. He was like he. I think he had a bit about it or something on some record, but
1: mm-hmm. okay. So, uh, but uh,
0: <laughs> who shot first?
1: As somebody the, who's never watched it before, and now only one time, who shot first? I think
0: it was uh, Han Solo, right? Is that right? We'll never know. It's like a it's like a lollipop. Mean? What does it that means mean? We'll ne- <laughs>
1: Ever for the most part, I think people pretty much accept that Han Solo shot. Well, first. let
0: me ask you this: Why is it important? Like, why? Why? It's fun. Do, okay, is that <laughs> okay? I mean, that's clear. It's fun.
1: Anyway, why do people? Why do Dragon Ball Z fans go calculate their power levels? Because it's fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a thing. Oh, I, I know. I uh, here's my point: When you get to the bar, the effects in that scene are so awesome. Yeah. The yeah, world really building are. in that scene is so good. The music is awesome. Everything, the makeup, everything, the set design, not it just all works. Like I really enjoy that scene a lot. And I think it's because of my horror and special effects obsession. That's yeah. where it comes from. I watch that scene and I'm like, this is what the whole freaking movie should be. Like I, I get, I, I get it's about one person and his, his whole character progression uh, sort of, 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 of a nobody into somebody that, that like saves the, the whatever. But when I, when we get to the bar, my whole thing is I want to see more of this. I want to see it, more it's, of the it, world It's building. a cantina. Cantina. When we get it's to the can't cantina, me. I want to see more of the world building and more of the different races and more of the different animals and all of that right. stuff. Um, what I will say is the special effects that he put in there stick out like a sore thumb. It is yeah. unbearable. It this is unbearable
1: universally universally hated thing that he's done the only thing that i and so many people hate more is the fact that he refuses to well now disney refuses they could make so much money if they would just release the originals they would make so much money but it's it it, it it i i think that's the worst part is not just that they did it but they refuse to release a newer updated version of just the originals
0: see when I watched it, my whole thing was, they should go back and re-CGI this. I don't care that he added stuff in there. That's that's not my complaint. Well, a, it, my complaint is factor. how awful it looks. It looks like it was done in 1993. Like, right. there's no shading, there's no shadows, there's not, nothing. It's just well, you, this blank... There's, dude, there's one shot where this giant elephant thing is off in the distance, and there are zero textures on it zero textures you mean as they're coming into most yes. yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about it's
1: it, it's it's one of those things where it it, A, it adds to the runtime that you're talking about about it running so long right it, it, it all, all that stuff does add to the runtime that's fair but it, it it needlessly adds to the runtime yeah. the, the, the the stuff he put into that movie it doesn't add anything to the story. It adds literally nothing. In fact, the scene after the cantina where Han goes and he's talking with Jabba before and somehow Jabba is smaller in scale than than before. Okay, that whole scene, I don't know if you noticed this, that dialogue is in the dialogue he had with Greedo. Like that that, no, that I didn't is the di- that. It, it, it it's a uh, it's an altered version of the dialogue from the conversation with Greedo. And so not only do you have this scene that makes no sense, he's Job of the Hutt. If Job of the Hutt was already coming after you for that much money, he sent bounty hunters and he runs into you himself. You don't think he's going to kill you? Of course he's going to kill you. And so it's the scene that A, doesn't make sense, and B, is repetitious and just doesn't need to exist as is all the special effects crap he put into this movie.
0: Well, uh, all I noticed in that Jabba scene is how awful Jabba looked. It is it is so atrocious.
1: 100%.
0: And it does not fit... like. I guess my biggest complaint is it just doesn't fit into the world. Again, right. there's no shadows. The textures are bad. It looks like CGI from the early two thousands. Like it really, really does.
1: It looks like a student project.
0: Yeah. And, and that's all I noticed from that. I, I do yeah. remember, Like that was, you know, I do have sort of a vague memory of seeing that scene like on VHS back in the day. And when Mm. I saw it, I was like, that doesn't, that's not what I remember that looking like.
1: Right. Well, that's also back when like Warcraft three was the height of graphics. Right.
0: (laughs) But anyway, this movie doesn't pick up till we leave. And, and after it does, the effects are cool. I, I get into it a lot more. Well,
1: I think a lot of that is also uh, is also really showing the relationship between C3PO and R2D2. A lot of that is really showing the relationship there and that there again we're getting the sense through them that there's already been all this stuff going on before we're introduced to them, which is really I mean it's really the whole point of them starting it with, you know, episode 4. I mean, George Lucas has even said, like, he knew going into this that there were going to be movies that came before it. And it was a big part of why it was set up the way that it was. And it unfolded the way that it did. But I think so much of this is really giving us a lot of depth to the characters. Um, I think the reason why it seems tedious to use because you don't give a crap about the characters, which is fine. That's I mean, that's just a matter of whether or not you like a character or not. And, it may, and I well, think that's it may a
0: it might be, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you again. It may be because it! <laughs> it might be because I don't have the attachment to the next two movies either. Like Well, you that's the you and everyone else that re-watches this know what's coming. And yeah, me as someone who has only seen this one, I'm I'm watching it going, huh.
1: Well, and that's the thing. I'm actually glad you brought that up because it is universally accepted. Well, mostly universally accepted that the following two are... Basically, the uh, original three get better as you go. Okay, Uh, Return of the Jedi is considered the best one of the uh, trilogy it's my favorite except for the ewoks and every time I see the ewoks now I can't help but think of that family guy bit of wait a second they fight with bows and spears but they clearly understand the intricacies of cosmetology <laughs> like there is and there are other loopholes like like I, I, I don't want to get that far down the line but there are loopholes as, as far as like um, Luke and Leia, there's the, there there is the, the a part where you're kind of like wait a second what what you you knew the whole time and I I don't know if you know what I'm referring to but if this does well enough and I do force you to go watch the other two which by the way I need everybody to share this episode as much as you possibly can. <laughs> I need that to happen. Now, let's be clear. I am fully aware. I am not naive. I am fully aware that I'm going to pay for this dearly at some point in the future. I'm going to be forced to watch something that is going to make me, it's going to be something awful like I spit on your grave or something that makes me just uncomfortable to sit there and watch. I understand. I would never that.
0: force anyone to watch. I spit on your grave. That's fair enough.
1: It's more—it's more—it's more it's of more, <laughs> more an analogy or a metaphor. But but no. But I, I, I these movies do get better as they go. I would actually say Empire Strikes Back really kind of. I go back and forth between that and Return of the Jedi for the best one, and simply because the production value gets better, the sets get bigger, it gets. You talked about wanting to know the aliens. I have really, really good news for you. There's about forty years worth of lore out there about the races and the planets. You should get, you can find out the Jedi got started on Tython. You can go find that out. There's all this, all all, all this, all this background to all of this. So I'm just letting
0: you know you can learn more. <laughs> I mean that's. I knew that because you incessantly talk about all of the, the stuff that goes along with liking star Wars.
1: The, I, I I have a stack of comics this big. Right. If you ever really, really want to learn,
0: but that's the thing. It's like, this is a standalone movie. Right. Is only okay. Like that's, that's genuinely how I feel about it as a standalone film by itself. One like that story nostalgia and everything. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's Okay. Yeah. I think it's slow to start, but when you pick up, I think the whole Rebel Alliance thing is cool. I mm-hmm. think that once Princess Leia is saved from the 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 cell, I think it really starts to get fun. Um mm-hmm. but it just takes a little bit too long to get there. And 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 once you're there, I'm sort of already exhausted by all of the plot and and character development and and mm-hmm. pacing and all of it. It's, it takes so long to get to a point of like, I, okay, I'm finally interested in this that I think that's why it's taken me so long to actually sit down and watch this all the way through mm-hmm. because it's like, I just, I get 30 to 45 minutes in and I'm just like, dude, dude, right come
1: on like and i think a lot i think a lot of the appeal of this movie is the fact that you, you got to look at it in the context of when it came out this That's, is like groundbreaking yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. This is groundbreaking. I mean you had like right. I mean it's it's not right before, but you had like Flash Gordon and before that. And right. you had like you know, you had these really cheesy sci-fi, and this is the first one that like not the first one, but this is the first main one that really broke down that like sci-fi in in such a grand scale. And not to mention the I mean the, the, the effects there were the people weren't doing that at that point. And so I think that's a bi- another big part of why you yeah. have so much appeal for this. And I don't know. I, 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 again, I feel like a lot of it is investing in the characters. And I feel like when you in actually invest in the characters, you, the tedious details kind of just peel away the layers of the onion a little bit more. Right. Versus standing in the way of the progression of the movie. It's a matter of perception.
0: Well... You're right. I mean, I think it. Most of it is because I don't really care about the characters, and that's because all of it felt forced. Mm-hmm. All of it. Like Luke's whole thing just sort of feels, I don't know, forced. Like, in what way? It, it's so quick. He beca- he goes from I'm this angsty, angry teen to. I am saving the day in a freaking starship. Yeah, in a matter yeah, of that's... two days. That it's. Well,
1: I, don't, I don't. I don't think it's a matter of him doing it. I think it's a matter of his attitude towards everything feels like a switch flips. Like, like as far as like him being able to like fly and stuff like that, that's all kind of explained in the movie. But as far as like him going from this angsty teen to i found out i have a purpose and then that he gets this level of confidence that doesn't uh evolve naturally yeah and i will i I will give you that but again this goes back to i fully acknowledge that george lucas is not a good writer i don't have a lot of love for george lucas um (laughs) in fact it's it's pretty much accepted that the ones he has the most hand in are the ones that do the worst as far as the pre the prequel trilogy is the same way. The Phantom Menace he had his hands in the deepest, and it's considered the worst one. A New Hope is the same way. He had his hands the deepest in A New Hope, and it turned out to be it's not terrible, and it's still a good movie, and I love that movie. But compared to the other three, it pales in comparison to the other two.
0: So, did he direct this? I don't even know. Yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, he wrote. He wrote and directed. So this did one.
0: he direct the next two? Um, I
1: believe I want. <sighs> I, w- I want to say like especially the third one was uh directed by ugh, I can't I can't remember his name.
0: But the answer is no, he didn't he didn't direct the the two that people like no, more. No, Empire
1: Strikes Back was directed by uh, Irvin Kershner. Okay. And uh Return of the Jedi was uh directed by Richard Marquand. So so no, he um he didn't he didn't direct Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. And you see that, you see that in them because the next two after this one are, uh, they're, for the most part, they're less kitschy. Uh, the opening of Return of the Jedi is, there, there's a little music number uh, at Jabba's Palace that makes me want to just, I, I fast forward through it every time actually, if I'm being honest. And it's, it, it's in addition to... The movies. Like it wasn't there originally. So when I watch like the new, when I watch the newer ones that are redone, I'll usually end up just skipping over that because it's just the most cringeworthy
0: nonsense. Well, it really is. I don't know, man. I liked this, but I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get the love. I don't understand the obsession. And maybe if I watch the other two, I will, maybe. But I, 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 don't know. I, I, I will never make
1: you do. Di- I, I won't metaphorically agent orange you like I did with this one, unless this gets popular. But I would highly recommend at least giving the next two a shot. At least, uh, at least Empire Strikes Back because there's. I mean, you have Hoth and you have this awesome battle scene on there. So,
0: well, I, again, I like the kitschiness of it. I. Mm-hmm. Li- I like how corny the aliens are and the silly music and like how you can tell the spaceship is made of junk. They bought from Lowe's. Like I, I like that stuff. That's the stuff I like about it. But I think because I've seen the prequels, like actually watch the prequels in theaters and stuff, I don't know if that ruined the whole star Wars thing for me or not, but, it's a huge part of how I see these movies. Those three right. movies is a huge, it's when I think star Wars, I think Samuel Jackson, I think Yoda flipping around. I think of insanely long scenes of old men yelling about space politics. And, and that's, that's how I envision star Wars in my head. So, right. I don't know if I can get away from that. I I don't, I don't know. I
1: don't know. Well, maybe, maybe I will actually agent orange you and just lock you away and throw the trilogy on repeat.
0: Well, and I've seen a lot of people say that this is like, this is a retelling and it's an opera and it's like, it's basically seven samurai. And like,
1: (laughs) I've never heard that reference. All
0: of that stuff. Like I've heard that stuff before. I don't see it. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I don't know how many times I could just say I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't hate this movie. Most of me giving Star Wars crap is me enjoying poking you. That's uh-huh. that's what the, that's what it really comes down to, and it's become such an inside deep joke that's been going for on for so long that I, I just think. See, even now, you're... So,
1: <laughs> wait, okay, so, wait, wait, okay, so, hang on. You're saying that a factor of you not liking it is the crap no, you've that been has, giving no, me no, for liking No, that has nothing to it. do with
0: it. It's, it's, the fact that I don't like it has nothing to do with me making fun of it because you hate it so much that I make fun of it. It's that I think you perceive that I hate this movie more than I actually do because of how much I like to make...
1: No, 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 no. It's not that it's not that I think you hate it less than I perceive it. I think it's that you don't enjoy it as much as you should be.
0: Maybe. I, I really tried to get out of my own way to watch it this time. I really did. And admittedly, it is better than I maybe have given it credit for in the past.
1: Listen, if you can love, and I'm going to say this <laughs> with also loving this, if you can love a story about little people taking a golden ring (laughs) up to a mountain with a flying eyeball above it. I think you can give Star Wars more credit when it's got a giant, murderous planet destroyer and a universal force that should
0: compel you. It should compel you. Well, when Peter Cushing decides, like, we're going to destroy this planet, that is the... That is the moment where I was like, okay, I could probably get into this. This is okay. Uh, I'll give it more of a chance than I was before this. With the boring wandering the desert and the the, the so so, so
1: people to to recap to recap the two most compelling moments for you are when Luke's parents are on fire.
0: That's not what I said. And, and well, <laughs> you didn't. No, That's yeah, not no. what I said. Uh,
1: you <laughs> did if I read between the lines the way I want to. And secondly. When an entire planet of peaceful, (laughs) peace-loving, happy people are obliterated. No, I... These are the scenes that compel Mike to really pay attention
0: to the Star Wars universe. I'm
1: just saying, those
0: are actual stakes. I don't feel like they're real stakes because it's just boring political... The the rebellion is fighting the evil galactic empire where they're trying to take over the universe. It's just so plot heavy until stuff starts to happen. And it's not my fault. The only thing that happens in the first 45 minutes of this movie are his aunt and uncle die. That's not my fault. And it's, and I get it. It, it happens to make him meet, Obi-Wan and and be okay with leaving the planet and, and all of that stuff I get it but it's just so boring at the beginning it's so boring at the beginning dude and the beginning is a battle scene I'm not saying that I already acknowledge that is a good scene I already acknowledge that sandwiched between plot dump plot dump plot dump plot dump plot dump, plot dump, plot dump. Like, like oh my god <laughs> that's my point my, my point is, very beginning scene with Darth Vader, super cool. Wandering the desert. Wandering the desert. Wandering the desert. Being picked up by sand people or Jawas or whoever. Wandering but the they're desert. They're in danger. Like, I I get it. They just escaped. They have to find their way. They have to find out who Obi-Wan Kenobi is. I understand. I had to, <laughs> my problem with it is not lack of understanding. It's...
1: Oh, I think it very much is. It's how plot heavy
0: the first 45 minutes are. That's my problem.
1: You're supposed to be investing in it. and You're not not utilizing your Star Wars time. What does that mean? It means you suck. It
0: means you suck. I'm admitting... (laughs) That after they meet with Han Solo and Chewbacca, it gets infinitely better. Infinitely uh-huh. better. Uh-huh. It's just up into that point that I have the biggest problem with, and why I never got through the first almost hour of this movie. That's my point.
1: What what w- what would you give Star Wars: A New Hope overall if you were to rate it as <laughs> Okay. Careful, so, our friendship depends on this number.
0: <laughs> well, Lua, why don't you tell me how you would rate this first? Ten. You would rate this as ten out of ten.
1: 10 this is uh, one of the one of the greatest stories ever told, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down like I do any other movie. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look I'm going to try to look at this like I would look at it any other movie without all of the the stuff and and franchising and and toys and this cards is, and this everything is be else. Be bad. It's not it's not. The acting is decent. I I think generally speaking um the acting is pretty good. Yeah. There are a part, there are a couple parts here and there where where Mark Hamill's delivery is Yes. Atrocious,
1: no argument here.
0: Atrocious, no argument here. I think Harrison Ford doesn't really want to be there. That's how I felt about watching it.
1: Ford doesn't want to be anywhere. That
0: yeah, but it felt like it. It really felt like he was there for a paycheck. Like he was not really. I didn't get that at all. Really did. Like, and again, part of it might be his character and how his character is kind of unlikable and stuff in this first movie. Um, but that's on purpose, but it just didn't feel, I I don't know. I, his acting is very good in it. It just, Mm -hmm. I got the vibe that he didn't really want to be there. Um, the makeup is awesome. The set design is very cool. Like I think the makeup, the set design and the costumes are the strongest things about this film and the world building, even mm-hmm. like the world building with all of the different races and all of the different lore and history and all of that stuff. I think it's awesome that it's there if you want to break into all of that stuff. But right. if, if you don't and, and you don't care about that stuff, this is a very shallow experience, like as far as the first at least the first half of it goes. Um, maybe if some of those scenes weren't there with the CGI, I feel like, like you were saying, I think that might bring the runtime down to something that's a little more, uh, not over two hours long. Right. Um, and again, that's a big thing for me. I, uh, an hour and a half to an hour 45 is kind of the sweet spot. I think yeah. over two hours is way too long. Like I said, the beginning too much plot dump. Um, but with all that being said, I'd give this a seven out of 10. I did like it. Oh, I did okay. like it. I think I just don't get the obsession. I don't, that's fair. I don't get, I don't have the nostalgia. So I don't get the obsession for right. I, the toys and, and everything else. Like frankly, the toys from these original movies are again, they're from the seventies. So I have to be nice True. here. They're just awful. (laughs) They're really bad. I don't understand. I don't understand the appeal of them. Don't hate on me too much. Everybody here again. I did like this movie. I did. I just don't get the, my entire world revolves around star Wars because of it. Maybe Mm -hmm. I will get that a little bit more if we do another two movies or whatever. Um, with all that out of the way, uh, the, not the prequels the the most recent Disney movies I have seen what Disney movies uh, I have seen the one where S- son holo <laughs> it's a producer. It's, it's, uh, it's a, okay. Three seen, people are going to get yeah, that. I, know. I have seen the one where Han Solo has a kid and Kylo Ren is all angsty and emo. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I he really actually had three
1: kids and it was with, Princess Leia, it's fine. <sighs>
0: Spoiler alert,
1: jeez. <laughs> First of all, no, most people aren't going to go read those books, I don't think. But oh, it, that, that, that's from the books. I, okay. And I know I'm gotcha. stepping on what you're saying, but I you just have to put out there, I hate everything about the new Star Wars. I hate that they got rid of the lore. I hate that everything that was invested in and that people spent so much time on over decades and decades and decades is just... Legends now. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I watched Mandalorian. I know everybody loves The Mandalorian. I watched like two episodes of The Mandalorian and I went, this is just JJ Abrams got a hold of The Mandalorian. So
0: that was where I was actually headed with this was The Mandalorian, if you liked The Mandalorian or not, because I watched the entire first season of The Mandalorian. I am not a Star Wars noob. I have seen some of these movies. I just have never watched the original trilogy all the way through. Um, I really liked the Mandalorian. I know everybody does. Especially, but I don't care about Boba Fett. Like I don't have, again, I don't have the attachment to it or whatever. He dies Um, in the
1: worst way.
0: So to me, the Mandalorian is just this whole separate thing. And it Mm -hmm. is a very good story that they're telling I have not watched season two yet. I think I've watched one episode of season two. I just haven't gotten gotten around to it yet. Um, why why don't you like the Mandalorian? What's what's the deal with that?
1: Like uh, it's it, it's I mean, well, it's it. could be completely honest, it's not fair at all. I just refuse to watch anything Disney's done with Star Wars. I just I just refuse to watch it, and I'm probably I'm I, I'll be the first to admit I'm probably keeping myself from watching some great stuff. Uh, maybe not with the movies because uh, it's pre- – I mean it's It's. – I've not seen good things. Uh, with well, have the you movies. watched the
0: Kylo Ren movie? I don't even remember what it's called.
1: Uh, the first one?
0: I guess. I, I don't know. I have no idea where they sit. I can't. I, I, don't, I, I don't
1: You know about the one the, – the the first new one that they came Spoiler out
0: Spoiler alert for this movie. I don't know what it's called. The yeah. Kylo Ren movie. The one where Han Solo dies – yeah, that's what I was going to say okay. too. Um, that, I ha- that's the I, one I've seen, the only Disney one I've seen.
1: I have seen that one, and um, I did. I, I, I watched it because I went, "I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot." Because of this conversation that we're having, where I'm like, "Okay, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just being stubborn and limiting myself arbitrarily on watching something good." Right, and it wasn't. Um, uh, it wasn't the bastardization. That I thought it would be, but it wasn't something I'll ever watch again. Really? Um, but you, I, but you like Star
0: Wars so much. I don't understand I, why you wouldn't I just do. want more. I
1: do. Dude, when I got this on my arm, I told the dude I don't want any of that prequel crap on my arm. He has that a was Darth Vader exa- tattoo on his forearm. Yeah, that's that, when I got that. I, I told the tattoo artist I don't want any of that prequel or Disney crap on my arm. Because I told him I want to do this, and I want it to like I want it to have like stuff coming out as far as like that. Because the helmet's broken, and I told him because I, I wasn't sure if the new ones had any of that in it. I was like, I don't want any of that crap in it. And so yeah, no, I I have a very strong. But again, it all stems from the, the story doesn't unfold now the way it did before. And I know that's a very old man thing to say. I'm fully, fully self-aware of my stubbornness. Believe me, I know. I know it's stupid. I realize that too, but not to me. And it a lot of it is, dude. I I've, I've read books. I've read the comics. I've been playing the MMO since the day that it came out. Like there's all this, all, all this information there that I'm. My biggest thing is. You had 40 years, 50 years of lore to fall back on. And you were like, no, we're just going to wipe that away because we want to do it this way. And now they're turning around and they're actually going back to that lore. And it was done out of the sake of control and convenience. And that's what really irked me. And that's why I have this attachment to hating it so much based off of absolutely no experience or watch time whatsoever.
0: Well, have you played uh, – what's the, what's the video game with Starkiller – where it takes place between like
1: Shadow uh oh no um um
0: Force Awakens Force Awakens have you played that
1: I have
0: I have it was really good I I really enjoyed that and that's one of the few like Star Wars things that I like I consider myself a fan of um but again I think it's bec- it's the horror thing he's going around hunting Jedi down
1: well, yeah, like, well, and that's why that's why that that was so cool though. Is it filled in this gap that was there, um, and, right. and it filled in the Order sixty six gap because Order sixty six you don't see a ton of except at the end of episode three. Like they actually they 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 announce it and Order sixty six was the order to like go kill all the Jedi. Oh, like that's the order that they that Palpatine puts out after he takes control of the Senate in Episode three. He does Order sixty six to eliminate all the Jedi. That's why Yoda goes into hiding on Dagobah. That's why Obi Wan Kenobi is in hiding on Tatooine because of Order sixty six. That's what Force Awakens fills in this gap of. But it wasn't just that they filled in this gap. It was the way they did it. And they were telling a compelling story and explaining that he's recruiting other people. He's basically building other people to help him take this out. And the way he's doing it is by teaching them the Force.
0: But at the end, he betrays Darth Vader... And like, that's the whole point of that whole thing is like, by the end, he's no longer part of the the dark side or whatever. Right. Right. So now
1: there is also this other side of it. There, there's a subreddit called the empire did nothing wrong. And it's, there's this whole side of it, like this alternate theory or, Whatever you have, whatever you might call it, where basically the Empire actually wasn't doing anything wrong, and they were trying to take control away from the Jedi because the Jedi were abusing. It's this whole like alternate theory where if you go back and watch everything, it's like okay. I mean, if you take out the whole like Captain Nita getting killed because he popped. Out- oh wait, that's I don't in know who that today. is. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe you'll get to that. But it's. I mean. If you take out, like, the evilness of
0: Darth Vader, you sit there and you go, huh, maybe. Well, I mean, because I've seen the prequels, I do know that he's, like, he was just a normal guy. Like, he was just... Anakin? He was Anakin, yeah. Right. And he was, like, seduced by the power of the dark side or whatever. Right. So, he... That's... That's where I get confused. Because I haven't seen the other two movies in this original trilogy, does he ever, Mm -hmm. like turn around and is like, ah, I made it all better. Like, does he have a, you're not going to tell me because you're going to make I'm me watch absolutely, the other
1: I'm absolutely not going to tell you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Empire Strikes Back is leaps and bounds above A New Hope. And I say that loving A New Hope, it, but uh, Empire Strikes Back really is so much better. Han Solo becomes this more likable character, more part of the team.
0: He's super unlikable sure. to the last 10 minutes of this movie.
1: I, see, I it's funny you say because I find his unlikability to be one of the things I like so much about him. But honestly, I think that just speaks to what kind of person I am more than anything just and, and what I mean by that is there's that bluntness and there's that like rough not easy to get along with kind of like mentality about him and then he grows into this more like part of the team I'm on board kind of character right yeah but,
0: I I will say the the last 10 or 15 minutes of this movie are super cool like the yeah. whole the whole thing where they're trying to take down the death star is super dope. The effects in that part are awesome. The camera angles where they're all in the ship and they keep cutting in between all the different people that are in the fleet. Like, that is awesome. It's very well done. The lighting in a lot of those scenes are very cool. The The entire set of each one of those ships is super dope. Was it nice to not see Neon? Yeah, for sure. And
1: In, in like a
0: sci-fi yeah, space movie? And that's the thing I liked about it the most is that It's got the 70s vibe to it. Totally. The the sets are, like I said before, it looks like they were put together by things they bought at Lowe's. Right. I love that about it. Without looking too
1: much like that. Right.
0: And and, and there are parts where, you know, like you can tell it's – spray painted McDonald's cartons and stuff like that like right. where 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 they are flying over the death star and like where that right. where one of the guys like crash lands into the death star there that that scene specifically there's you could just tell it's like spray painted white stuff um but that's that's like part of the charm of it that that is right. genuinely part of the charm of it and i think had I, see, I, I i don't know i think the prequels because i watched the prequels first I just don't think I, this is how I thought about Star Wars and I love right. kitschy, stupid 70s stuff. Like that some of my favorite movies are from the 70s and 80s and it's cheese right. like cheese heavy. And I so I believe
1: at one point while you were giving me crap I said, <laughs> "Dude, one of your favorite movies is Reanimator."
0: And what did I say back to that?
1: I don't remember what you I said. I said
0: Reanimator has things happen in it. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sure does, and not all of them are easy to watch. No, that's that's true. But that tells you that that really does tell you. Like my my mindset going into this is from a horror fan's perspective that has never gotten into sci-fi really. Right, like there there's some stuff here and there. Um, Fifth like, element, Fifth Element. That's a really good one. Um, I do like Alien. I like Total
1: Recall is like one of your favorite. Total Recall movies.
0: is absolutely one of my favorite movies, but again, that's more. It's cheesy, and I like oh, it, well, I like the cheesiness of it.
1: Well, I I, I would say Total Recall dives more into uh, the a lot more of a philosophical type yeah. of uh, storytelling, anyway. Yeah. But it's um now now would you say you liked it more than you thought you were going to?
0: Yeah, and I think it's because I. I really forced myself to try to go into this with an open mind because again, I put out the vibe that I hate this more this movie more than I actually do because right. I enjoy annoying you. Yeah, no, no, um, I- and, and I really tried to go into this with an open mind and I think that helped a lot. I am willing to watch the others, but I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to get the obsession I don't that's think fair. that's ever going to come out of it because I don't have the childhood attachment yeah, to this movie. I,
1: I, 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 I can totally see that because it's, I mean, it is a, it's a different type of movie compared to the type of movies that are made now. And there is that, I mean, the, there is the, this is what I was trying to get across uh, in the text messages was that it is a sci-fi movie, but I would say more than that. It is a fantasy movie. And I say that that's more important to focus on, which is an odd turn of phrase.
0: As my camera goes out of focus.
1: Right. I I would say that the fantasy side of it is more important to focus on because it allows you to suspend some of your disbelief. While you're watching it where it it, it is kind of like, well, why does C3PO not recognize her? It's like, okay, well, you do have all this other stuff going on. And granted, that's a big plot hole, but it doesn't become as glaring of a plot hole under the fantasy aspect simply because it's not as realistic.
0: Right. Well, and I like, I like the idea of it. I really do. I think the idea behind this movie is actually really decent where, you know, as much as, as much as crap as I was giving it for being politics in space, the idea for this first movie is good. It's mm-hmm. the the whole thing where Darth Vader is going onto this ship. Where are these plans? Because if we don't get them, you're going to be able to destroy this whole thing that we've just spent, I don't know, a hundred years building or whatever, however long right. it took to build that monstrosity. It's, it's 25 years. There's an answer to that. Oh God.
1: Um, BBC. And then, uh, and BBY before the battle of Yavin. I don't um, know what any of that means. It's, it's the battle that happens at the end of the movie. It happens Uh-oh. outside, uh, right, right? in the orbit of, of Yavin.
0: It's <laughs> okay. See, none of, none <laughs> I, of that is so, I know
1: <laughs> so much about this none so of fun. that.
0: None of that matters to me though. Like <laughs> my, my point is the underlining idea in this is good. It's. Mm-hmm the pacing is the biggest issue I have with this movie.
1: That is something that definitely picks up in the, in in, in the next two for sure. But again, you had George Lucas didn't have as much of a stranglehold over the next two as he did with this one or not a stranglehold. He's always, always kind of kept a stranglehold on it. It's why I can't get the originals updated, but it's, it, it, he, he didn't direct the next two. And so everything moves on screen a lot differently. Did he, he wrote them all though, right? He did. Okay. He did. Well, he didn't, he didn't fully write the next two. The stories were by him, but it was one of those like, so what? he
0: made the first movie. Well, okay. Let's and then let beyond, before... the, beyond the first movie. He made the prequels. Is that right? Did he, yes. did he write and direct the, all the prequels?
1: Yes, screenplay by Lawrence Kasdan and George Lucas. So he was a co-writer on the next two. I told you, George Lucas is not the shining gem of Star Wars. Star Wars is the <laughs> shining gem of Star Wars.
0: Yeah, but at a certain point, you got to give him some credit because all this crap came oh, out absolutely. of his head. Like
1: Absolutely, and he'll be the first to tell you too. <laughs> That's funny. Like, dude, it, I, I've got we'll, – we'll have to watch at some point uh, the uh, opening interviews for the uh, um, for the originals because there's a special edition, but it's not the uh, special edition like with the added graphics. It's basically the box that they released right before they stopped releasing the originals, and it's got interviews with him and uh, Leonard Maltin. And Leonard Malton is insufferable to watch in an interview. Great movie (laughs) critic if you can just read what he's saying. Yes, but dude, I agree with that
0: one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, like if if you and I were having the conversation, he'll sit there and the 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 camera will just quickly. I swear to God, it's got to be a joke by the editor. It'll quickly cut over to Leonard Malton while George Lucas is talking, and he'll literally be sitting here like this. <laughs> like mouth partially open, big smile, hands touching, going. So you got Leonard Maltin here being an uns- insufferable Leonard Maltin, and then you've got George Lucas who, simultaneously, somehow, it looks like he doesn't want to be interviewing and couldn't be happier to talk about what he created. Like it's just it's it's it shouldn't it should be an I I wish VHS had a chapter button so I could just skip past it every time, but I can't.
0: I think the best thing this movie does is marketing. It has nothing to do with the story or anything else The he's smart because he got ahead. He was ahead of the whole marketing he thing. He kept everything. Well, that's that, but he never let those stupid toys die. And he consistently takes every opportunity to make a dime off these characters. And right. Which
1: and, is not, which is basically Avengers at that point.
0: Well, and that's, that's kind of what I was getting around to is that I Don't think compared to Avengers. Well, no, I think carefully. it's just so polluted by the capitalism behind it. Yeah. But none of that existed before the movie came out though. Right. But that's, that's my point though, is he, he sort of created this blueprint of how to run a movie into the ground. And, as, as far as marketing and, and shoving it down people's throats go. Yeah. Like, and, and But I you think could also that's, argue that's part of the, what pulls you into it. Well, though. that's what I was going to say is that is why he's a genius. The stuff right. came out of his head and that's a big part of it. But he's a genius because of everything else outside of that stuff.
1: So what you're saying is he's a good producer.
0: Right. And 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 possibly a good world builder, not necessarily a good writer. Some of the lines in this film are not only uh, not only delivered poorly, but written really poorly. But, like which ones? Um, yeah, the one that mind? sticks out is, uh, but I was gonna go to Tashi's Station yeah. to pick up some power yeah. converters. <laughs> uh, it doesn't fit his character. The whole rest of the movie. It's delivered poorly. It's just a whole ball of crap. Is what is what that line I, is.
1: I was just reminded you were talking about like the newer movies. The re- one of the big reasons why I didn't like the first new one where Solo dies was because it felt like a rehashing of this one. It's basically the same premise, same story, same. it unfolds the same way. And so I remember watching it going, like, listen, the lighting's really good, the cinematography's really good, the acting's good, the story, even though it's wrong, isn't bad. It, it But it was just the fact that, like, dude, this is literally a new hope, just with... A new like a new plot. I mean, like you even got the desert markets that look like, that looks like Ma- Moss Eisley. You got you got all this stuff that's basically just the A New Hope redone over again, and that's why I I remember that being a big part of why I didn't like that one. And I haven't watched the new ones because I've heard like like the Last Jedi. I, I've not seen good things about The Last Jedi and it's pretty much widely accepted that J.J. Abrams just kind of drove this all right into the ground. But I, honestly, when I heard that J.J. Abrams was taking over, it did not give me hope for the franchise, like some people seem to get from it. I got what, what I got was, okay, this is going to be lost mixed with star Wars. And that's exactly what that movie feels like. That, to me. That's
0: what I was going to say is I like lost. I even enjoyed how lost it ended. And oh, you did. I did. Oh, you're the, you've got to be the only person on no, the planet. I think this, this goes back to, I I've brought this up before in my movie reviews and stuff like that. This goes back to the, um, To it, right? It is more scary before you see part two because... I don't
1: know what happened in part
0: two. Well, I'll tell you what happened in part two. Part one is so strong because you don't know what he looks like. As a clown, he's scary. But as a spider, he's ridiculous. (laughs) And that's the problem is you can't live up to people's expectations. And when you try... When you show... I've said this before, but when you have no idea what Pennywise is, you build this thing in your head of like, this is going to be the most terrifying thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then it's this spider thing. And of course it doesn't live up to your expectation of what you've created in your head. Of course not. And I think I, I kind of feel like it's the same thing here. So You know,
1: I, (sighs) and it's easier to. I feel like it's easier to do that with Star Wars because you can't escape Star Wars,
0: right? There's no escaping Star Wars. That's why I'm. I have in the past been a little resentful because of it because it is consistently shoved down your throat in the 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 Comic Con world and the nerd the whole nerdosphere, whatever you want to call it. Right. It is a staple and I just don't get it and I'm slightly resentful because of it that right. I think is part of it so well you're also you're also not
1: coming into this in the era where people come into this one like a lot of people that I see that love Star Wars they reference the new ones they reference the Mandalorian they reference the shows and I'm not going to crap on those people for liking that because I'm sure people would have said the same thing when I came into Star Wars. People were saying that. I, I, I used to get. I used to get. Cr- I mean, I, wanna, I, I don't want to say I got picked on because I had such an anger problem in school that I didn't really get picked on. <laughs> but, but I did get a lot of crap from people for enjoying Star Wars. And that was back when. Before the prequels were coming out. I mean, obviously, I'm not old enough for it to be around when these came out. But there's a large gap in time between the end of Return of the Jedi and the start of Phantom Menace. And it's it, it's not a time that people were coming into that. And so like that's why I think that even though I don't think they're good, I can understand why when I see people getting into Star Wars now and they make references to the new one, I might think, okay, that's not the good ones. You should get into the old ones. But I can also understand why people get into those and I can see why if you got into the new ones with as much production regurgitation as is in it and when I say that I mean it's like the it's it's like the movie version of Donnie and Marie Osmond's music just overproduced to the point of way too much shimmer and so I can see if you get into those and then you go and try to watch these it seems lackluster I can get that But but I
0: I like older movies, though. Right. Generally speaking, more than I like newer movies. Um, But I think sci-fi itself, horror is the exact opposite of this. Sci-fi lends itself to the big budget, like shimmery Hollywood thing. And yeah. and when you put that on horror, I think you lose kind of what's special about horror. Can you imagine the amount of CGI that goes into
1: uh let's say something like, I don't know, what's the movie with um with uh Tom Cruise Elysium or um minority or let's go with minority report. Okay. Can you imagine the amount of CGI in minority in minority report used in a horror movie and how much that would take away right. from that movie?
0: And I think I just think that if you've seen – if you grew up with the original trilogy of Star Wars, then I think generally speaking, you're probably just not going to be as big a fan as the new stuff. And right. it goes back to the it thing. You have expectations of what this is. A lot of it is lit by this this nostalgia light that's swinging above your head. And, right. and so it just sort of colors the way you see these newer things. Whereas somebody like me that watches the Mandalorian, I'm like, that's a cool story. I like the idea of it. I don't need it to, to, to light up my, my nostalgia center of my brain. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. I don't know. I think, uh, Ooh, we're in an hour 46. Wow. I did not. Told you. I, I told you. Yeah. I did not expect to talk about this for that long. Hopefully this was semi entertaining. Please don't hate on me too much for this.
1: I, Believe me, I do it on a daily basis enough for everyone.
0: I I just don't I just don't get the 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 obsession. That's that's Fair all enough. it is, and I don't hate on anybody that does. It's just not something that I grew up with, and and so like I grew up loving crappy old horror, and so but I, but I'm self aware enough to realize that most people watch crappy old horror. They're like, that's pretty crappy old horror. Like mm-hmm. that's that's not mm-hmm. a thing that so. So I, I get that side of it. I just don't get this specific obsession. So just don't hate on me too much. Uh, hopefully, hopefully people get to this point where I'm kind of like, you know, I like this. Seven out of ten. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Hopefully people don't get too mad at the first hour and half. Well, you pits.
1: know, it, it, it would be a shame if, you know, people had differing opinions and didn't like all the same things.
0: So. Right. And that's the whole point of this. That's one of the reasons I was okay doing this when you brought this up. I was like, this will bring, this will, be, this will make for a good conversation because we yeah, have absolutely. such differing opinions on this. And and my opinion on this, I think is a lot. It's, it's the minority of people I think feel that way. So
1: I would, you, that would, that, that would be interesting to know really is, you know, it, it is when you combine the aspects of uh, age demographic and time coming into it, I would be interested to see how many people would actually enjoy these more, um, and for what aspects. We're not going to find that out, but I-, I would imagine there's probably a great deal of people. Maybe not in the you know the 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 nerd sci fi fantasy the con communities. Um, but I would be interested to see how many people try and watch the old Star Wars and they're like, I just don't
0: get it. With all that being said, I think that's where we're going to probably end this. This sounds like a good stopping spot. If we get enough people reacting to this and wanting us to do more of this, I guess we will. Um, I d- or,
1: or, or Or just when I get to pick the
0: next movie. <laughs> Maybe I'll make you watch some of the new stuff later. Um, <laughs>
1: I, I am fully prepared to pay for this in a not funny, humorous, fun way. I'm fully prepared that something terrible is on the road waiting for me. Um, it's like, it, it's, it, it's like that episode of twilight zone with the, uh, the ghost hitchhiker where he just keeps appearing over and over again. Yeah. There's something down the road that is scary and dark and I don't want to face it, but I'll have to.
0: Well, I, I don't know. I, I didn't hate this. That's that's all I can say. I didn't hate it. It's a good film.
1: I, I, I <sighs> fully expected you to kind of hate it. I'm really? not going to lie. Yeah. I fully expected this to be me actually crying a little bit on the inside. We <laughs> well, didn't get that.
0: No, I'm glad we didn't because I, I I don't know. I didn't hate it. That's That's all I'll say. So – if you want us to do more Star Wars stuff, uh, drop a comment and or a like below and let us do know. It. We will definitely do that if we get enough of a reaction to guy who doesn't like Star Wars gets yelled at by guy that does for an hour and a half. I, um,
1: I, 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 I will be making a video just to let everyone know that this is up. I,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anywho so if you got all the way to the end of this we super duper appreciate it Um, I know that this is this episode in particular was probably not easy to get through especially if you love Star Wars Um, try not to be too hard on me because you know it is what it is everyone has differing opinions and that is okay So
1: that's the whole point.
0: Yeah. So thank you guys for watching this. If you like this, give this a thumbs up. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button as we do, do these podcasts on a pretty regular basis. And um, we cover a very wide range. And I should also remind everybody that we have a playlist of every single one of these podcasts that we have done on my channel. It is on the front page. It's also on Brett's channel, Mimsy, Mimsy Park. Um, you can you can just go to our homepage and see every single podcast we've ever done. And if you liked this, this is sort of what we do. We talk about movies that we have differing opinions on, mostly. Uh, Guns Akimbo was a weird... Was a weird deviation from that where we both like loved that movie. Um, but I still think that made for a pretty good conversation.
1: Oh, totally. Um,
0: but for the most part, we do these films where we have pretty differing opinions and we talk about why. And if you're into that sort of thing, make sure you go check out the rest of these podcasts as they are actually pretty fun. And there are 11 before this. So, um, Come on. I know I can't believe we're on this is episode 12 that's crazy a dozen episodes yeah so um thank you guys for watching or and or listening so much we really really appreciate it and um again if you like this make sure you leave a comment and or a like down below and we'll do more of these star wars ones so um thank you guys and we will see you guys next time on from the deep see ya ta-ta